Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkasten mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. show where we get hyped about stuff and things i'm your co-host tom ryman i'm co-host second one david bell mm. number three of three sliding in michael swaim i hope that was my time to speak michael. oh nailed it i'm super worried because i think me saying let's do this might have eked on to the beginning of you guys getting started it's fine it's fine because you know what for the lack of purity to the start of this you know what it's fine michael because they won't mm. even hear it because we're all okay. recording our audio separately, I can just mask we'll that just little bit of sound. Will you, though, yeah. Tom? It'll you be like you never even in. spoke. You, I might. Really? Yeah. Hundreds of hours in, you still actually... I'm pretty sure Abe I do it just sometimes. slaps beginnings and endings on and exports. Uh, See, here's, here's what I... Here, listen. Yeah. Listen. Mm-hmm. Whenever someone says like a snappy joke and I end up like talking over it, I will isolate their audio every now and then where i'm like oh man i like that joke too bad my stupid fucking voice is in there so i'll do it occasionally but yes overall That's super good of you i don't do much of anything i don't scrub Tom, the whole episode i make high. like i make like notes as we go well i'll be sure. like okay sure. at 12 minutes uh dave oh. dave said something incredibly racist again have to cut that out right right but you know that's just that's yeah. how I jazz. That's, yeah, that's just that's just jazz, baby. It's all the it's all the, the, the notes you don't offender. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michael, how are you? I'm doing all Thank right. You. I'm just learning that my here. good friend is wildly racist, but it's been scrupulously concealed from me. I'm reeling from that, but otherwise mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really enjoying my work. It's it's in a balanced place where. I'm also getting to do other things, which is rare for me. That sounds Oh, that nice. sounds great, yeah. Well, because <laughs> I'm in the midst of... I haven't started another job yet, so it's that sweet, sweet period between gigs. <laughs> oh, word. It's like spring break. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That is nice. That, that I haven't had that in a while, where it's like, you don't, you're not working, but you also don't have to worry about the fact that you're not working. Because you have a thing because lined you're up, like, just no, I got started I gotta, Yeah. Yeah. That's me. That's me, baby. Mm. nice mm-hmm. what are you doing oh the new thing like, no well in I've general thoroughly like, pivoted to, in, into in like, your way 
I'm somehow miraculously pivoting from film into video games. I think just because I moved to San Francisco where all the video games are, it's dumb how life works like that. But so now I made friends with video games people, and now my writing is going that direction instead. So it's another video game that I might be writing, um, but I'm just waiting on the final word about it. I can't say shit about it, which is very different than our industry. We're constantly just trying to get everything out there as fast as possible. Right. Yeah. Well... What you been Not playing? That <laughs> <laughs> what am I playing? Now, yeah. man, I I just heard Adam complain about this, and I was like, where do you come off? So I'm going to say it with delight. My job now also is in part to play video games, and I'm so grateful. I've been playing all the stuff we're about to cover on one-upsmanship. So, like, Animal Crossing, I think, is on there. Braid. Mm-hmm, okay. If you ever played Braid, I never did that get around to Braid. Yeah, I never did. Uh, we're covering that. Elden Ring, of course. Bum bum bum. Do sure. either of you fuck with Elden Ring? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Tom. No. I know you do. How are you doing on it? Adam's I'm already st- threw it. I'm still stuck on that last fucking boss. Melina or something? No, I haven't beaten Melania yet. But I uh, know I'm stuck mm-hmm. on the 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 actual like story last boss. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know shit about it because I'm stuck in. I don't know. I've got 30 hours in, and I my understanding is the map is much, much, much larger than I think it is. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Oh, and we're having uh, Jason on to talk Forbidden West. That'll be fun, because I think he's obsessed Ooh. with it. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, he's I really, very, I really very enjoyed quietly. that game. That's interesting. I can't, I can't get into it. Oh, really? Which? Forbidden West? Forbidden West. I can't get into it. Huh. Oh, I beat it. I beat the shit out of yeah. it. I 100%ed I really it. it. Cool. And like I, I, I 100 percent the last game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just this one I don't like I think I'm realizing that the combat sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh Ooh, I really enjoyed the combat. So it's like the only thing is yeah. they they really punish you for falling. If you dare to fall down. That the dinosaurs will beat the shit out of you before you can get back up. Yeah, see, that's that's part of why the combat's bad, Dave. That's yeah, no, no, that is bad. Everything also else I, about the, the combat, combat I yeah. quite enjoy. I like I like all the arrows. I, I like, like figuring using out using arrows yeah. to shoot bits off of robots. But every other aspect of combat around that was clunky. Oh yeah, I don't do any like hand to hand. Forget no. that. Uh, it's just arrow play for me. Mm. Uh, that's it. And I love it. I love my arrow play. <laughs> I see. Now I'm realizing that before I'm on Hypecast, I need to go out and get in a bunch of misadventures mm-hmm. because I yeah. forgot that there was a loose horseshit component to this show. Oh, not really. Sort of. It's work. <laughs> Let me tell you, uh, Michael. It's all any of us you guys, too, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to cover Raft at all? Are you? I know Ganser's getting a PC. I really, I, I've been playing the shit oh, out sure. of Raft again. Now that he has a PC, okay. yeah, that's the, that was the big sticking point for sure. Okay, and we're right. going weekly now, so get get me a Raft so episode. Many games, will you be on that? I will be on the Raft okay, episode. Yeah. I'll be. I on, just figured I'll out how to kill the shark. You want? Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'll be on ga- uh, games that I haven't played if you want. Yeah, too. sure. I'll, this I'll... is why I come on podcasts is to land guests for future. Yeah, other this is podcasts. we're just yeah. doing, we're just doing business. We're just doing maintenance. Look, we should we should probably <laughs> get started. Yeah, yeah we, we should probably get this, started. Is this entertaining? Are we being entertaining? Oh, I don't care. I just I sort of <laughs> forgot we were doing an episode. I was just talking to you guys. This is literally us just standing in the corner of a party talking shop, right? and someone has to wander by and go, "You guys, we're at a party. Come on." 
Yeah. You guys are supposed to be doing a show right now. <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. I'll get us. I'll get a screen step. Yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. Us. please do. Please. Uh, and I, I want to. I want to thank some producers here. Uh, big thank you to Hombre. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my grizzled, grizzled voice. Uh, thank you to Heath Heathcliff's helping handfuls. Thank you very much. Thank you to the conveniently placed self-destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Mm, always. Thank you to Lef. Thank you to Samuel Beckett's Donuts and Mortgage Emporium. Thank you to uh, Ryan, the Silly Money Goose. Thank you to Snapper Car Punches God in the Dick. Sure does. Thank you to At Nerd Numbers. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Mm. Thank you to DJ Finney. Mm. Thank you to Dracula, the bus driving vampire. Thank you. Thank you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Oh, yeah, he does. And thank you to David Knight Boot Boot. Henson, thank you. All right. Yeah, let me jump in here. Uh, thank you to yeah. Grumblebee. Thank you to thank Screaming you. Horse Pyramid. Thank, thank you to you. Look Mom on a podcast. Thank you so thank much. Thank you to Seismic Charge Noise. Boom. Thank you to Deborah's Blum. Awesome, Barbara's Great, thank Cancer you. Can Go to Hell. Thank you. Thank you to Numino Ultra Microscopic Silico Volcano Coniosis Anti-Disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank you. Thank you to the baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Chiz Lily Tits. Cheers. Thank, thank you to these you. seven bees. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Breezy Ruizy. Thank, thank you. Thank you to Davy Francis for the revenge. Thank you. And thank you to MVB. MVB. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let's. Uh, hey. Trailers. Hey, hey buddy. Listen, hey. You guys want to talk about some trailers? Dude, I, you know, this, I came here to talk about some trailers. This is the part I'm actually prepared for. Yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> I was all right, so I've been hearing about this first one for a while. Yeah, uh, this is the trailer for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. This is um, it looks like like a modern teen slasher, right? Yeah, like a plus murder. It actually seems like more of a murder mystery. I don't well, know. That's, that's they, a component of a slasher. Some well, not yeah, all, not always. That's true. Not always. Yeah, they're they're yeah. I mean, like. Halloween, like they Halloween, know who did Jason, it. yeah, there's no mystery yeah. there. But yeah, more it, like Scream, yeah. It has exactly. that meta aspect, or Pete Davidson at least has that line where he's like, it would be so obvious if it was me. Obviously, it's not me. Right. Yeah. It it doesn't it doesn't seem like a Scream clone. No, no, a new take on that feeling. Yeah. It definitely it, it, feels also, like cut from the same cloth to me. It feels and like, like just... snide satire, like yeah. a very cynical take on Here's the shit you th- say today is mm-hmm. like all the dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, and I I got a it got a little overwhelming at parts with that. Uh but for the most part it it didn't feel like it was made by like a written by like a bitter 50-year-old. I mean maybe it was, but it didn't seem that way. So, it seems tolerable. I want to point out we don't know this is a slasher, do we? We don't actually see a villain in this. We don't even see a goddamn corpse. Well, yeah. Like this so trailer, this trailer of, is really um The impression cryptic. I got was it was some version of mafia or werewolf, right? Uh, yeah. But what if it became real? But you're right that technically from the footage we see, it, the premise could be what if they thought it became real? Or maybe that's the twist. Or, or yeah. yeah, or it's just uh, Gosford Park. Like, it could just be a murder mystery. There might not even be some jackass in an outfit. Oh, you're you know, saying like there might be one people. victim, and then they just unravel it over time. Yeah, it could be. Sure. I mean, there nothing in the... Yeah, nothing I'm reading says that it's actually a slasher. Again, it really does, man. The poster is just in all big letters, this is not a safe space. Yeah, and that, 
it's it's a little yeah, like okay I, I get it like you're so toxic i'm triggered yeah like yeah this this like, i'm gonna be yeah okay so we, we've gotten to that uh the portion where we, we we say this kind of thing uh i hated this trailer like i hated this <laughs> um oh, i still interesting i'm interested in the movie uh because it has a lot of people in it that i like um like you know i'm I'm okay with pete davidson it's, all, it's also got maria Bak- uh bakalova from the new um borat uh it's got amanda stenberg who was in the hate you give uh i believe um yeah so it's got like people in it that i like uh i don't i'm not familiar with the 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 filmmaker the director is a uh um Dutch, it's, I guess, lady. Um, but I have not seen. I don't know. I've not seen any of her work before, so I can't really speak to the filmmaker. But the cast I'm into, uh, and I like. It's written. Go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's written by five people, and none of them have That's made anything. Many. I'm clicking on all their names, and um, none of them seem. Oh wait, one of them did VOs. One of them did the Hail Ratma in VHS. 94. Oh, is that is that okay? Cool. All right, back on board. Like, I'm still... Good. Yeah, it was a good yeah. segment. Yeah. I'm still like I'm 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 on board. I just I didn't like this trailer. Oh, it's also got Connor O'Malley in it. I don't know if he was in the trailer, but I I know that he's in it. Um, I know what you're saying so, though yeah. is again, it's very I'm very suspicious. Um because they really do like the more I'm looking at like the promo stuff, it's like I I don't know, this it feels, weird. It feels like the hunt. Like very obvious satire on like low-hanging fruit um like that's that's how this trailer came across like this trailer was very insufferable to me Hmm. um but i love fucking murder mysteries and i like this cast so i'm still i'm still gonna see i'm still gonna watch this movie but like holy shit this trailer really bugged me (laughs) horror comedy is absolutely one of my favorite genres and i think it slid by me a lot on vibe but i was gonna say i don't even say those things that i brought up up top dismissively i'm fairly interested in this Okay. Uh, for the reasons you I, cited, but I think also this is so dumb and animal brain of me, but because it looks cool, it's like all dark at night and there's glow sticks and shit. And I was like, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I haven't lived in this exact world or vibe. Uh, it successfully put together an aesthetic that felt like, oh, I could definitely get go into this haunted house. I feel like I'm down for right. the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a green room where instead of liking everyone, you hate everyone. And I could see that working. Yeah, I, I will say, so, So I yeah, so the vibe itself is great. Like, for example, the poster that says this is not a safe space, mm-hmm. the rest of the poster is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a it's bunch like a of retro, eyes in the dark. Yeah. Retro VHS so cover is almost what it looks it's, like. It's stuff like that. I like it's, the style. It's yeah. kind of like the new, the new Texas Chainsaw where they're like, oh, you're so canceled. Where it's like, I don't. I've never met anybody who actually speaks talks like, like this. That. Yes. Yeah, and so like it, it, it's this weird uh, like kind of ins- it's not even that it's insulting or that it's offensive. It's just like a little boring, I guess, mm-hmm. when they when they do that. Yeah. Um but like there's nothing wrong with like making fun of teenagers. They're terrible, you know? Uh, or I guess these are twenty somethings, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I I guess I think we're all on the same page where this does look exciting. I just I'm a little I'm a little, uh, yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, it, 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 it it suspicious. Yeah, it feels like the hunt, and like the hunt and was any, yeah 
fine. Uh, you, you know, and like I, it just it was just loud and obvious and and easy and low hanging fruit. And it's like I don't uh, like I'm just it's boring to me. Exactly, you hit the nail on the head, Dave. Uh, so I hope it's not what. I hope the movie does not turn out to be what this trailer is pushing. Right. I Michael, it, I agree with you too, though, but because mm-hmm. the, the visual itself looks good. Yeah. Uh, I do think you're right that anytime satire is this cynical and surfacey, uh, you're on the risk of walking away going, well, that was pretty hollow, <laughs> like mm-hmm. dirty, right. waste of my time. And, but then there's the rare exception, like Dr. Strangelove where everyone is a hollow one dimensional character, but you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like a beautiful essay. Um, right. So it's a high well, bar when you're in that lane. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, uh, satire, cynical, especially cynical satire, comes off like you can easily come off as a real edge lordy, which yeah. like does the opposite effect where you come out of it and you're like, those people were so unimpressive. Mm-hmm. Like it's the opposite of shocking when they, ch- you know. Uh, and so it's it's just a fucking fine line to walk. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't even know how much of this is going to be satire. You know, um, I don't know, that's... man. Every single beat in the trailer was something like "you're so toxic" and y- you yeah. know, just people speaking in. But you do wonder if some trailer yeah. editor realized that that's something woven judiciously throughout the screenplay. I'm give. I'm giving them a lot of credit, but right. what if? And they're yeah. like, "Oh, I noticed that pattern. I'm going to put all those together, and that'll be the theme of the trailer." And it's you I know, also, it could be t- totally yeah. off tone from what's actually there. I don't think you're giving them too much credit. I think trailers often are bad. Right. <laughs> like so, you know, that that is that is a possibility. Uh like so I guess we'll see. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like Tom said, I'm still going to see this because I'm super curious about it. But it's it's it really is the same feeling as that Texas Chainsaw where I was like, there's some moments in this that visually look great. Yeah. Uh, but every time someone speaks, I, I don't know about this. And unfortunately, Texas Chainsaw was not good, that mm-hmm. new one. But maybe this will be good. On the bright side, YouTube served up next the new trailer for Men, which I hadn't seen yet, and that looks so good. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but not on uh, the docket today. No, we already covered Men. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Men. But we, we but we do have next up uh, the Essex Serpent. I don't know why they thought those words combined would be mm-hmm. fun to say. Uh, <laughs> this is a real the challenge. Essex the Essex Serpent. Yeah. This, I really want to see this, even though I suspect... I'm not going to get to see fucking John Voight fight a snake. I'm not going to see a goddamn anaconda in this, am I? I think the serpent's a metaphor, which is very disappointing. Which is the worst kind of serpent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is a, it's the worst kind of giant serpent is the metaphorical giant serpent. And that right. does appear to be what this is. Yeah, it's Thomas Hiddleston and Claire Danes uh, doing just real old-timey bullshit. It's a, it's a series so I'm guessing we aren't going to see Tom Hiddleston fucking spear a snake anytime right. soon in this. The logline is a widow, a village vicar, and a mythical beast. Are the rumors true? Uh, it's got yeah. a very Scarlet Letter vibe. I got to say, I'm yeah. not that interested in this because I think it's masquerading as 
cryptozoology, but it's actually a small drama about village politics and social mores, <laughs> which I don't care about. That, that is, so as the trailer went on, I got less excited. Yeah. Because right. it starts of they're like, there's a serpent. And I'm like, ooh. Right. And, and it's they like have these fucking... like shots of his dark thing underwater. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck, and like yeah. And Claire Danes is coming in there. Like, I'm going to figure yeah. out what the serpent is. And the village is like, we don't like your science talk, Claire exactly. Danes. And then, then Vicar Tom Hiddleston is like, I kind of like your, <laughs> your science talk, Claire Danes. <laughs> But women, women eat the fruit. Women beheld the serpent, right. and you're like, yeah. "Oh, the serpent's a metaphor, downer." Yeah, right. <laughs> so it starts. It, it starts a, off. Yeah. You're like, "Fuck yes," and then yeah, you're right. The longer the trailer goes on, you're like, "Oh no, oh no!" Like the snake's oh, not, not real, is it? There's not a serpent. Oh no. <laughs> here's so here's the problem with uh, here's what's really frustrating, is that not only does it seem like the snake is real at the beginning, mm-hmm. but the tone that they're showing. Plus the promise of like a snake. It seems like a horror be, thing. Yeah, like a gothic would, horror movie about a snake. Yeah, which would actually be a really it would fucking be cool rad as movie. Shit. Yeah, because it's like these foggy fucking moors, like, and there and it's like there's a snake out there, and they show people like, like getting killed in the night or something. Okay. And yeah, it, and Pilgrims it's just like that would snake. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that would be fucking awesome. And like you don't even have to see the snake for most of it. It's just the fact that it's there. It would be really creepy. And then, yeah, if the snake is just, like, society or whatever, mm-hmm. then fuck that. I don't know, man. I I, I, I might give it a watch just because I need something to watch on Apple TV, but uh, I, I, you know. Apple TV is also slowly earning my respect as far as track record goes, so maybe that'll sway me. Maybe, maybe it's both. Uh, what if it was both? Also, that would be that we, would be fucking. I was great. gonna say we cannot rule out that at the it end could there be, finally is a serpent. Yeah, it yeah. could be both. There does seem because there's a there's a quick shot. I just don't think it's the focus. No, because we don't barely reference the snake after the first thirty mm-hmm. seconds of the trailer. But there is a shot of like some fucking jos on a boat and this huge shadow passes underneath them. So you're like, okay, there's something in the yeah, water I think, unless that's, that's like true. a nightmare that somebody's yeah. having or like you know it would be amazing if at the end they're like the snake is society and then they're killed by the snake and they're like oh no oh, the snake, it's a real it, snake it is a, a snake. it is like a giant snake that bursts yeah. out of the water and shit and they do have to fight it like a like the fucking finale of jaws but it also has a big sign around its neck that says society like a yeah, political you cartoon see this this is your yeah. sexuality it's gonna kill us all <laughs> uh i recently learned that the theory that the Loch Ness monster photo that's famous could be a uh, or or Loch Ness monster sightings could be whales resting on their backs. Yeah, with their whale dicks. dicks. I saw this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is perfect. It's pretty fun. I love it. It does look uncannily similar. Oh, incredible! Yeah. I'd love to see Hiddleston well, wrestle a dork. Hell yeah! Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. ride uh, that whale dork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put a saddle on. Uh, it. Uh, next trailer. Speaking mm-hmm. of whale dork, mm-hmm. night uh, sky. Yeah. Speaking, of. <laughs> Speaking I'm, I'm, of, I'm waiting to see the second half. Yeah, of Yeah, you segue. about to apply that to J.K. Simmons because he'll yeah. smack the shit. Yeah, because he yeah. well, he's got a giant. He's just got a giant. <laughs> he'll slap the fillings out of your mouth. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He's got a giant swinging hog. That was yeah. Oh yeah, great. That's true. This is another. This is a series. It's also got Sissy Spacek. Which those two combine them just like yeah. fuck yes honestly absolutely. the Victory the initial lap. promise of this trailer uh, this is an Amazon Prime series uh, where it's they're this uh, you know elderly couple kind of getting getting close to the end of the line and they have this 
this shed or tunnel uh, on their property that they climb up into this uh, uh, observation bubble. Stargate. And it, like, yeah, this it's a stargate. It, tran- it transports them to like another world, like Mars or something. Um, and that's like, just kind of like the first half of what the story is. But I would have just watched that. Like this, Me too. This, this couple kind of, you know, the end is in sight. You know, they're, they're making plans and they're starting to try to figure out whether they want to tell anyone about this magic portal they have in their garden or whatever. Uh, and they like to try to bring their granddaughter in and stuff. But then it like the rest of the trailer becomes like this intrigue plot of like people trying to steal it. And then this person shows up. It's who might be an alien. There's yeah. a guy who's like, I know they got a space portal in there. I just know it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like a star man yeah. that shows up. A whole ass star like, man. Yeah. I I'm with you on this is that, the initial idea, I, I get why other things have to happen, but the initial idea of like, they just have this portal to this abandoned planet and they're just like, should we tell anybody? Nah. Mm-hmm. And I love that because they're like, yeah, we're just enjoying it. Yeah. It's just, it's just nice. You know, what, a, what, a, like if we tell somebody, they're just going to take over our right. property. I, we just spent a whole like, fucking bunch on this mortgage. I don't want yeah the... If, if this Peter is Peter Coyote and the 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 ET military to come in and take our right. house away as soon as we bought the place. Right, Screw and that. like, what are they going to do? Offer you a bunch of money? You know what? You can't buy with that money your own private planet. Yeah, my back, uh, my space back porch. Yeah, so it's like they have a really good deal. I want to drink Bartles and James on Mars, Dave. Right. I wish this was like a slower burn. Like I wish it was about them like slowly figuring out how to explore the planet, like putting together like spacesuits, like old people like crafting spacesuits mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it starts getting a little like. <laughs> it, it's weird to say. It's it, the plot starts happening right. and that it, gets in the way. It becomes think, like an yeah. action thriller, and it's yeah. I mean, it reminded me a little bit of the episode we did about the Adam project where it's like, you guys have a perfectly good seed of what could be a compelling emotional story here. And you're fucking it up by trying to make it a blockbuster. Right. That's what this trailer feels like to me anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm still want to see it because of the people in it. Uh, yeah, it lost me when she says, this is our riddle to solve. We have to figure it out. And I'm like, oh, now there's a puzzle. Now the aliens left a puzzle behind. It yeah, just feels that's... like the fact that it's a series means that it's going to have to be mm-hmm. a hat on a hat. Yeah. Box. Right. <laughs> and it'll probably, yeah, it'll probably be a horrific mystery box. Uh, Dave, out, you you're going to hate it. I can, yeah. Yeah. I can already see our frustrated text messages about this show. Yeah, that's true. God, mystery boxes that we just stop. When Stop it ends it. after two seasons and just nothing yeah. is answered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the subject of Apple TV, I tweeted about it. I finished the first season of Severance and without mm-hmm. spoiling it, there was a lot oh, of I'm moments like during away. where, mm-hmm. well, I, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of moments where I kept saying, you better explain that before the season ends. And guess what? Uh, so I don't know, Michael, let, let me know when you finish it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you're... there's a lot, there's a lot to love about that show, but it got, after the first season, it was this moment of like, I think I'm not going to invest my time in any more of this. I'm yeah. so like that. And my patience is completely worn out for seasons wrapping up where, look, if there's eight mysteries outstanding and you only answer one and there's seven still outstanding, you've kind of lost me. You got to do three or four. Like, there yeah, has to be you gotta... some feeling of catharsis and resolution before right, you we have... invest again. 
you have to complete an arc. Yeah. You know, like the example I, I gave was Stranger Things, where it's there's always this open mystery there. Mm-hmm. For all its good and bad things, uh, Stranger Things, at least every season, they have an arc. <laughs> yeah. And they do a mystery, and then they solve the mystery, or they solve the thing. And it's like, that. I can stand that, you know? Mm-hmm. like. Um, but when it's like, it's just this run-on sentence where they're not solving or giving any answers uh, to even like short-term plot moments, right. well, then it's like, okay, well, because well, no, not that's not me. That's not writing. Like, that's not story writing. You're just, you're coming up with sort of complicated puzzles and then just withholding information to get people to keep watching. That's not a story. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> Night Sky. Night Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Night Sky. You know what, I'm kind, of, mm-hmm. you know what I'm kind of excited for? Hmm. The time travelers. Really? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I feel sure. like this is a for VH1 moms is the best way I can describe it. It's very safe HBO bet. It's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like a rom com where the guy's unstuck in time, right? It's a perversion of everything Kurt Van- Vonnegut stood for. <laughs> <laughs> there just could be some appearing, time fucking. Just keeps yeah. appearing naked in front of this woman. Yeah. There could be some just, it's HBO, just so there's going to be some time fucking. Exploding nakedly out of the time man. stream. Just yeah. bursting yeah. nude. <laughs> so they made a movie of this too, right? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I'm not losing my mind there. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I I'll, I don't know if I'll have time to watch it. All I know is that the one of the directors is David Nutter, who directed uh, several very good x-files episodes such as clyde uh clyde bruckman's final repose yeah that's true he did uh yeah he did irresistible he did fucking he did um shapes shapes the werewolf he did ice he did ice Mm. he did little green men so like i don't know there's there's something there there's a pedigree here yeah sure yeah yeah it looks nice like it's nicely put together it feels i just got the vibes of like the fountain for dumb people. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yeah. probably what it is. It's the writer also of Sherlock the TV series. Oh good. So like yeah, I I like Sherlock in that it's it's a good shutting your brain off. You know, like I I, I like a good shutting my brain off series. Okay then. So yeah, like I, can see that. I think I think my issue here is and if you've not watched the trailer, it's uh it's Igrit from Game of Thrones and gosh darn it, her husband just keeps fucking disappearing and traveling through time at the most inopportune moments. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like about that chaos and, and how their relationship is actually taking place in like six different timelines. Cause they keep meeting each other at different points. Uh, anyway, my biggest uh, issue here is I don't, th- that hook doesn't get me. Like, I don't, that's not interesting to me. That just sounds exhausting. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she seems exhausted. Yeah. It just she seems just like seems if generally not into if it. If your premise is you've become unstuck in time, the least of your concerns would be, oh, how'd that affect your romantic relationship? I act, I just feel like there would be so many other questions that trump that immediately. Maybe. Mm-hmm. About I, the I, nature of the fabric of the universe. I, do, I don't know. I do like the idea of, and this is not what the trailer presents but like i like what michael is suggesting where it's like presented with some sort of just mind-bending cosmic thing like that like becoming unstuck in time Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. 
it just being such a big concept that like the only thing you care about is, well, I've got to get back to my partner. You know what I mean? Like I, I, there's some, like something about that is interesting to me. Yeah. Where it's like, you're just kind of stick or like I'm trying to get back to my kids or, you know, it it feels like an elaborate way to enshrine the idea of soulmates and true love and destined to be together. And I don't buy any of that crap. Oh, that's 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 interesting. I interpret it differently. I interpret it more, as and obviously it could go in the in a direction that you just described which i'm less interested in but i Mm. like the idea of of meditating on uh the the finite nature of life and existence so it's like when you're presented with eons all you can really do is be like well i only live for like 70 years so i need to pay attention to the things that matter within that Mm -hmm. scale you know what i mean yeah yeah, I think of it as justice for uh, Marty's girlfriend, Jennifer. Yeah. Where, like, she had to deal with a lot of bullshit in those three movies. A lot of bullshit. She transformed into a completely different person, too. That's got to be did. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, that, those movies from her perspective happen in, like, three days. And Marty just fundamentally changes the person. And I, I just like the idea, like, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is what it's about, but like the name, the time traveler's wife, like that's such a, like that, that. that's like, oh yeah, that's all I'm ever known as yeah. is the fucking time traveler's wife. Well, I have shit to deal with. This <laughs> asshole keeps showing up randomly talking about time adventures and I'm trying to work on paying the fucking rent. Like, fuck you, man. Like I just, I, you know, that's what I mm-hmm. want it to be about. It could be that too. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just her just exasperated. Yeah, maybe that's why she's desperate to to get him to stay in one place. She's like, look, motherfucker, somebody's got to cover this cell phone bill. She finally gets him to stick around for more than five minutes and immediately serves him with papers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 The time traveler's (laughs) ex-wife. That's what I want. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably never see this, but no. I, I hope to. I hope to, because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I like bullshit like this. This looks fun. Uh, also fun, this next Super trailer for Clark. About this. Clark. 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 Yes, this Wilson, is the one. This is yeah, the one. <laughs> this is the one of this crap <laughs> for me. This is, all right, so uh, this is, um, which which Skarsgård is Bill. this? Billiam? Billiam. Yeah. It's uh, Billiam Skarsgård. It is uh, about the the guy who, well, not invented the phrase, the inspiration for the phrase Stockholm Syndrome. Um, some guy yeah. I've never heard of. <laughs> or a loose definition uh, of which is being so hip and cool that the people you kidnapped <laughs> empathize yeah. with you. Yeah, so it's just about a cool party criminal who's very likable. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, when I watch they this trailer. He's I, a wacky, uh, fun-loving bank robber. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Watching this trailer instantly, for a second, I was like, is this the director of Spun? Because it just has this, like, high-energy edit. And so I looked it up. It's the fucking director of Lords of Chaos, which was like, oh, uh, fucking absolutely I am Mm. in. Uh, Michael, you saw that, Lords of Chaos? No, just the trailer and reading about it on Wikipedia. But I'm super into the look of this trailer. And I'm assuming from the way it's edited that the editing is semi-diegetic or like similar to the way if you know what i mean you can tell by the way the trailer is edited that it's not just trailer editing the film will be edited like insanely and have all this like just visual feast kind of guy richie-esque loud choices he's a 
So he he has directed hundreds of music videos. Totally. Uh, okay, that yeah. makes sense, yeah. He also did Polar, which I need Jonas to see. Because o- Polar actually looks good in, yeah, considering has, uh, this fucking... Mads Mikkelsen in it. Yeah. Always So, good. I don't know, man. I, I'm... Uh, yeah, I want to see this. I want to see all, all of his all of his films. Uh, yeah, this this movie looks super fun. I'm yeah, really into this. Like if Wolf of Wall Street was just like candy or like amped right. up in yeah, some like way. Yeah. If, if Wolf of yeah. Wall Street was about a more interesting person. That's right. right. Also, I just this think is a mini series. A shot of him in the storm with the mm-hmm. lightning crashing and him on the sailboat with like a bottle of Cristal. Oh yeah, mm. no, but I mean, no, you're at, you're 100 right. Like this, it this trailer looks a lot like the way Wolf of Wall Street is told. Like mm-hmm. 100 yeah, percent. Yeah, for sure. With weird animated um, sequences and yep. split screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, surreal right. stuff like that. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks like it looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a mini series. It's I think six episodes. I guess we'll see. I don't know where where Netflix. Where, oh, it's a Netflix. It's a Netflix. It's a Netflix. Yeah. Okay. And it looks like it's this mostly single handedly save them. Mostly in Swedish, uh, but there are little bits mm-hmm. in English. Yeah. Um, well, the, he's a Swedish guy. Yeah. This this uh, and I tell this you, bank robber. Uh, Bill Skarsgård's the guy you want saying ombre. That voice is grizzled as shit. I can't believe oh, yeah. how grizzled his voice is in the. In the VO, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it does not sound like him. And it's I guess like it's the opposite it's... of Clay Aiken, where you're like, why do you sound so <laughs> What's happening? low? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I realize I've never seen him act in anything, any Swedish productions. I've only seen him in English mm-hmm. language stuff. Right. It's cool to see him like at home in his native yeah. language. Yeah. yeah. So did you, I just looked him up. Did, uh, did you know that he's going to be in The Crow as The Crow? As the guy. I mean, we'll yeah. see if that happens. They've been trying yeah. to get that crow that, movie off good, the ground for yeah. like twenty years. Sure. Yeah, that's a good crow pick. Sure, he looks know? crowish. Yeah, everything's coming up. Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. It's it's Usually. it's yeah. The Skarsgård yeah, empire I'm, is is I'm rich. So heartbroken that he had to bow out of the Northmen. Yeah. Who is he going to be in the North? I don't know. I just know that there were multi- there were originally multiple Skarsgårds in that be production. Multiple Skarsgårds, yeah. yeah. That would have been good. Mm-hmm. There'll be other, you know. There'll be other opportunities. There's so many yeah, of them. It'll be fine. Yeah, there's so many. There's a whole litter of Skarsgårds out there, so lot to pick from. This next trailer, uh, Flux Gourmet, has also been on my radar for mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. I don't. Know, I don't know what the fuck this is. I love Asa Butterfield's hair in this. Yeah, yeah. He looks, he looks amazing. World universe. Yeah, he looks incredible in this. Um, yeah. You, earlier in the dock, it said something about farts, and now it's deleted. Was there something about farts having to do with this? There's what? there's farts in this. Like one of the characters is really uh, concerned about his farts in it. Yeah. His okay. Yeah. I didn't pick up this on the is... fart angle, but I was wondering: is like this an elaborate fart party as art? I don't know. I farty. think it's this. I got farty. a farty. Exactly. Um, I'm glad you're here for this, uh, Michael, because I got a very like the cook, the thief, uh, his, oh, yeah. his wife and her lover vibe from it because sure. it seems to be similar themes because it's like these eccentric artists putting on uh, an installation that has a lot to do with food and playing around in food. And so there's a lot of like sexual imagery uh juxtaposed with the food and then you got this guy who's like obsessed with his farting 
uh, seeing mm-hmm. a psychiatrist about it and, or like, or a physician at least. Uh, um, so it, it, got, it gave me like a similar vibe, which immediately put me like in a halfway grossed out place as I'm watching mm-hmm. this trailer. It's a gross, the trailer feels gross. Yeah. For it sure. feels like a lot of classic French wave movies like The Feast or these movies mm-hmm. that are about combining you know, a phantasmagoria of food and sex and licking feet and people mm-hmm. just being right. off-putting. And I am not into them. <laughs> no, the director yeah. did. Um, the director did In Fabric, which I still haven't seen, mm-hmm. but I want to because it's about a killer dress. That's right. Um, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, so this director makes interesting films. Sure. I don't know if uh, how well-received they are, but... Uh, yeah, this one this one looks like kind of a hard watch, but probably a good film, right? Yeah. Maybe. I feel like when films are disturbing like that, it, they also tend to lean towards dark, cynical satire, right? Or like the idea of yeah. mass consumption and high being conflated with high art is usually going to be some kind of satire about tearing down how those things are bullshit. Right. Usually. Uh, usually. And I think I have the same problems with it, where I walk away sometimes... Just being like, well, I felt grossed out for two hours and I thought, I think performance art is bullshit now, but I kind of already thought that. Right. But, yeah, or at the very least, it seems to be saying, just from the pieces you've identified, it seems to be saying that like, well, high art is really just commercial art. Like we're all trying to be commercial. It's like, well, yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. already knew that. So. Well, yeah, like, it's what? like, it's why I don't didn't watch Blackfish where I was like, well, I know what you're going to say and I, that's just going to make me sad. <laughs> like. I don't know if it if it doesn't introduce anything new, but it takes you on like an unpleasant journey. I get I get skipping it. There's there's I don't know, because I feel like Barry, the show Barry does a little bit of that, but like I'm still completely on board with it. So I don't want to judge what this movie's theme or statement is before I've actually seen it. You know, I don't want to base it on the, the oh, trailer, totally. but for sure. But I just yeah. think there's a unique subgenre that is specifically food, using mm-hmm. food in gross ways in your movie, and I'm not. It weirds me out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I bet this is a good film, but I'm I'm gonna watch In Fabric probably sooner mm-hmm. than I watch this, uh, just because that I don't know more compelling plot to me. But it, this looks very well made. Also, does flux mean is flux slang for fart? I don't know. Okay. So like Eon Flux is Eon Fart, mm, just a really and long the fart, fart. And the fart capacitor and yeah, Back the to the fart Future capacitor. You fart through time, like um, the time traveler's wife. Uh, no, okay, okay. It just says one of the reviews says, yeah, it is a sat. It's considered a performance art satire, and has a character who farts and burps almost continuously in the background of most of the scenes. <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty right. great. Well, I'm I'm into funny. it. I'm into yeah. it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of being into things, the final trailer we have here is the second trailer for the Black Phone. We covered this a long time ago. This has been right. it's been delayed. I've been aware. Yeah, I was about to say it's been yeah. shelved. I so I just want to say the first trailer for this I thought was like good, but I wasn't that interested. This one got me way more interested. Yeah. And I'm not sure why. The, th- like, I'm not sure what the difference is. I'll say why for me, because I had the same reaction. This one focuses much, much less on the supernatural angle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what, what of the supernatural stuff you see looks creepy. Mm-hmm. 
like uh, the weird upside down dead kid was like, oh, that's cool. Like, it seems to be the idea is that a kid is kidnapped and then he's being basically helped by a series of jump scare children who were and, previous uh, kidnapping victims. Yeah, the yeah, previous victims. Yeah. And then there's also like a little girl who has like a psychic connection in the neighborhood who's trying yeah. to trying to locate him. What I like is I do like the idea of being helped by ghosts, but they're so freaky every time that you're just like, Jesus oh, God. Christ. Yeah. Okay, okay, I'll do what you say. Like, I do like that idea that they're helpful, but they're never not unnerving. Right, it's like the sixth sense uh, where it's like, yeah. they're, they're not they're not out to, to hurt you, they're, but it they're, doesn't make the fact that they're fucking scary as hell any less intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got Mr. Ethan Hawke just going fucking bananas. Yep. And, uh, yeah. His character is called the Grabber. Yeah, in yeah of course he is. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, we, we talked... <laughs> We talked about this with the last trailer, but it's like, you know, if a guy, if Ethan Hawke with like stringy hair hops out of a van with a cape and white face paint and a top hat and it's like you want to see a magic trick and you get kidnapped, that is your fault. Yeah, I hate to victim blame. Your fault. Yeah, he looks like a member of the addicts and he's just like, hey, hello. And it's just like, you run. You immediately he run. He can't even yes. use see colorful that. balloons. He's so in character. Like he has yeah. black foreboding balloons, and the kid is still like, "I like this. This is fun." Yeah, to me. he's just. I like he's imagining st- Ethan Hawke walking into a store, and being like, "Look, I know you've already made me six of these masks, but I need another one that looks exactly like it, but frowning slightly." <laughs> Because they all and look so like, similar, they must have been made by the same person. And they're just like, yeah. okay, here you go. You better not be you killing kids. Creep. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're yeah. kidnapping people, right? Yeah. I also like, uh, I, I was never a huge fan of Sinister, but Ethan Hawke gets like the most boring role in that movie. Mm-hmm. So I like, it's the same director that he's just like, I'm going to give you a batshit role in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, it was much more engaging, I think, because it focused on the adventure, resourceful, plucky hero element. And that's what I really love is the magic trick or like the little logic trick of, all right, you're trapped in this room. These are the elements you have. You're rooting for this kid. How could he possibly get out of the? Oh, the sand and the phone. I never would have thought of that. He would have killed me right. for sure. That's a clever idea. <laughs> like that, that pulled yeah. me in. I like seeing people problem solve. I think I realized that was like, what Breaking Bad really excelled at is silent scenes of people just doing stuff where you suddenly realize, oh, he's setting up an alarm, a makeshift alarm or whatever, right? You'd be like the process mm-hmm. of someone solving right. a simple problem in front of them is very satisfying. It's it's, it's MacGyver, man. Yeah. So I want to <laughs> just see this kid MacGyver his way out of this room yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I also I, I appreciate them giving Ethan Hawke a little more attention in the like he's he's all over the last trailer as well but it's less we get a a clearer idea of what sort of obstacle he is in this trailer and like michael was saying it just it it, it's focusing more on the the plucky kid adventure and how's he going to get out of this impossible scenario that's more appealing to me than a bunch a bunch of jump scares in in the previous trailer yeah There's a few weird parts where it like it still looks like a kid is like training him to fight. Yeah, like the ghost kid. So it, it's it's there. It, it, I'm getting a better idea of the tone, but there's still moments where I'm like, I'm not sure of like what that's gonna be. For what, which is good. What we saw in the previous trailer, from what I remember, is it seems like he's being helped by a number of ghosts of previous victims, and each one of them is only helping him for like 10 seconds so like right, that one they've all they've all 
they've all figured out a little bit, but obviously not the whole puzzle right. because right. they wouldn't be ghosts otherwise. So the the kid that's like training that's, that him. Would be funny if he was like, "Why would I take your advice?" Uh, no offense, but yeah. obviously all of you are dead. Out of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, I shouldn't listen to any of you. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's like the kid who's training him to fight is like training him for that one instant when Ethan Hawke's going to turn his head. You know what I mean? Like right. it seems like it's so it's it's more like Morpheus helping Keanu out of the office building in the beginning of the Matrix. Right. Where it's like you got to do this do, one thing right now. I really do like the idea of the kid getting killed and all the ghosts being like, "Oh shit, he had a second lock on that kid, huh?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> I guess he has bought far. some new stuff. That, yeah. He murdered me in 1992, I had so no you got yeah, that was before. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got his, he's got some up. He's got cameras now. <laughs> he's got a door he's got a ring camera now. yeah <laughs> shit uh yeah i don't know it looks like it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah oh yeah uh uh that's it for trailers Great. oh man we so, got to the end of the trailers holy cow yeah already we can talk about some news stories but first we have some more patrons to thank oh. thank them uh starting with a one chester's prophet thank you thank you very much Thank you to definitely not Guillermo del Toro. Mm, we're on to you. Uh, thank you to Brian, who Tom knows. Sure do. Thank you. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thanks much. Thank you, Steven. Thank you so thank much. Thank you. Thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. Thank guy. you. Thank you to Asking Seven. Thank you so much. Thank you to Happy Ed. 209. Oh, and happy Ed 209 to you. Let me jump in here. Thank yeah. you to Tiger George Pratt Thompson. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Thank, thank you to Dan you. Hackroyd. Thank you. Thank you to Manish says economic solidarity is the path to paradise, comrades. Thank you. Thank you to E.T. the extravagant terrestrial. Thank, thank you to Cody Johnson's time machine noise. Mm, thank, thank you. Thank you to Pete for Pagel. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous, CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you to pre-order Jason Pargent's new book. Pre-orders are super important. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you. Uh, so Avatar 2 is still <laughs> coming out in December. It sure is. Apparently, it might actually are, happen now. Yeah. People are seeing footage. Yes. The, there was that like CinemaCon CinemaCon thing. is this week. So oh, people have actually yeah. seen footage. Yeah. Yeah. There's that. People have seen oh, apparently man, Michael Keaton as Batman. somehow Peter Falk is in it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, but there's, it's, it's there's all sorts of. I didn't put most of the CinemaCon news because it's people like. Yeah audience watched this thing and yeah. they can describe it to you but we now know the official title it's avatar the way of water wow should have been the shape of water uh, yeah and then we'd have their be lunch some fucking... to eat their lunch too why not i mean in yeah. fairness um avatar did beat the shape of water to the uh alien humanoids fucking each other genre that's true, true. it should be this called is... avatar the last airbender the shape of water now yeah, that'd be so good mm -hmm. The trifecta. Can you can you imagine being like you you've been you're getting brought on to Avatar two, and he's gonna film underwater, James Cameron, and like I mm -hmm. would never let James Cameron put me underwater. Put me underwater. No, after yeah. the abyss, it's like absolutely. But not. isn't Kate isn't Kate Winslet back? Yeah, Kate Winslet's back. A bunch of so in there's the a bunch underwater of, movie. Yeah, <laughs> like. you you'd think she'd know better. I guess enough um, time has passed where she's just like, eh, what am I going to be mad Yeah, they forever? also probably gave her a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Sigourney Weaver is back. Stephen Lang is back. And I'd love, I, I'm so curious to know how they're going to do that. Oh, they'll be uh, in the tree of life or some damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Michelle Yeoh is in there. And so I'm like, oh, shit. Apparently Vin Diesel, Vineyard Diesel mm-hmm. is in this. Vinland. So, I thought oil and water yeah. didn't mix. Oh. Sorry. Uh, uh, oil, oil and water, Mike, they're family. Yeah. <laughs> Giovanni Ribisi is back. I'm so glad. G- I really am glad Giovanni's back because he seems like the 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 one that they could have dropped yeah. the easiest. And so I'm glad. I'm I glad do, he's there. I do like that he's coming back because because they can make a point that a lot of people have been making for the past ten years. It's just like Giovanni Ribisi returning to Pandora to continue mining for unobtainium, and everyone's like, "He's back!" And he's just got to be like, "You did. You you thought I wasn't going to come back." Right. Like yeah, right. You, yeah. You, like, you, I got a lot of money invested in this. Like yeah. I'm gonna come back. You, you, yeah. Avatar ends with them like putting them on a ship and being like, "Now go home." And it's like, sure. I mean, yeah, I'm coming we'll just back. Get though. more guns. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just yeah. You I have a trillion us. dollar contract with the U.S. government. We are returning right. to this planet. <laughs> they gotta learn from like, isn't there? So I forget the name. There's a tribe that I- exists that will literally just murder anybody who goes near them on this island. Oh, in and, our world, yes. In our world, yeah. that's what they gotta do. You know, like if they really like, they gotta fucking murder any ship that comes near Pandora, mm-hmm. if they truly want to be left alone. And they should. They really should. But you know, maybe they'll learn this time, and they'll kill all humans. Mm-hmm. That's if we're lucky. That's, but. that's Avatar Four: Destroy All Humans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, do you think they're gonna bring? They're gonna like come to Earth at any point? I don't know. Why would they? Why would that happen? Like now that I think they're going to come to 20th century Earth and meet Mark Twain, Dave. Mm-hmm. It's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> and he's so going to steal their time travel technology. <laughs> so according to this article, we're going to see the Navi on quote flying fish bird creatures. Great. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> also communicating with a whale. Sure. I don't know. That's something yeah, that's very uh, funny. They're gonna be communicating with a whale, so you're gonna want to see that. You're gonna want to yeah. see that in 3D. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, they talked to animals in the last. That was kind of their whole thing. Yeah, right? they were. I I just yeah, it's just a funny way of. Yeah, apparently it's about a civil war. Like it's, I guess the aliens. Um, well, they, all right. This refers to them as the alien people. I'm sorry. It's their planet. The Deadline. Navi are the natives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it's the Navi fighting each other. So I, I guess there's going to be a lot of underwater shit. And people will watch this, right? I'm going like, to watch gonna. this. Hell yeah. Like now that it's I, what I was about to say is like now that we're t- it's 10 years later, more than 10 years later. It's like 12, 13 almost. It'll be 13 by the time it finally comes out. Um. Right? Yeah, 2009. Yeah. Um, so now that it's like finally actually here and it's like definitely going to come out, like, yeah, I'm getting a little like, fuck, I'll watch Avatar 2. Of course. Of course Here's, I'm going to watch that right. goddamn movie. <laughs> I absolutely did not care for the first one. No, neither I did James I. I've Cameron, seen it twice. Yeah, I think I think Jimmy Cameron has a good pattern here. So what he's got to do, <laughs> you put out an Avatar, right? Mm-hmm. Then you wait a decade for an inc- entirely different film fad to come and go uh-huh. and then when everybody's burnt out on that fad you go here's an avatar and it once again is like the the highest grossing movie of all time just keep every 10 years putting out an avatar where people are at their most tired and make it the highest grossing movie <laughs> again that's what he needs to do i think that system will work but it always marks the end of an era of film like we're done with those now you know because an avatar came out 
Like that right. cashes the system. Yeah. Cleans exactly. the system out. <laughs> also, best gig in the world for Sam Worthington if he has to if if that worked out, it would just be like every ten years he does one movie and makes a shitload of money. The great highest grossing film. Of I was time. about to say the 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 two people who are the happiest that this that these three Avatar sequels mm-hmm. have taken this long are Sam Worthington and Joel David Moore, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because they're because back like, yeah. for all the sequels. <laughs> yeah. Damn right they are. It's their retirement plan. <laughs> and yeah, yeah and, uh, they're they're back for the sequels and not much else. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm looking at Sam Worthington's. Yeah. Yeah, he tried. I mean, he tried for, for a while. They tried to make him something. I mean, Joel David Moore yeah. already was established as his sort of thing, like geeky guy. Uh, so right. See, he already had a thing going, but like Sam Worthington, they really tried He's, to make a, yeah. a, a an action dude, uh, and it just nothing against him. It just didn't work out. No. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out. America looked at him and said, "Make him blue in CGI, and we can talk. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Smurf we're not him interested." Up and get back to us, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in other news, uh, so, surprising turn of events: the Batman uh, sequel's been greenlit. Yeah, that was real goofy. <laughs> that was also a CinemaCon thing where yeah. we had a whole news cycle of stories being like, "Batman Two confirmed." It's like, yeah, of course. The right. funnier one was they keep being like Robert Pattinson back, and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the like, funny thing I, is they said they're going to do three so. of them 15 years from now. Good. Hell yeah. yes, that's what I <laughs> Perfect want. Perfect way to do it. Give me shitty old Batman. Yeah. I also saw Matt Reeves returning, and it's like, yeah, I, it would be mm-hmm. weird if he wasn't. Well, that the the because they were all they're all under contract, as far as I know. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah. of course they have. Unless they want to be in breach of their contract, they'll be back. Right. Like, eh, I mean, it's, yeah, I'm, yeah, it was just silly. I don't know. But it gave everyone on social media an excuse to come up with stupid subtitle names for the Batman sequel. Sure. And we yep. can be grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Is he just going to do the Joker for the second one and it's just going to be. Know. Yeah, Joker it's just is be like. Dark Knight again. Yeah. Dark, yeah. It's weird. I don't know. Maybe they'll keep him. They'll continue to keep him in like a secondary role, which would be cool. I think that would be cool. Yeah. I also like what's his face is the Joker. I know Mm -hmm. people were mad at that cut scene, but I I don't know. I don't I get why that cut scene was silly. But for me, Batman has always just been like, pour it on me. I don't care how much sense it makes. Just pour it on me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just want to see. Like, like the like the titular sugar from the Def Leppard song. Exactly. I just want to see actors doing doing this bullshit yeah. just love at cowls. each other. I'm a cowl enthusiast. I'm really into cowls. Yeah. I'm into getting handsome leading men and dressing them up like Richard Kind. Oh yeah. That that still incredible always incredible me, decision. <laughs> and the fact that he's yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it's fine. It's all fine. Michael, did you see the Batman? Oh, yeah. What do you think? That's like the only movie I've seen in theaters in a long, long time because um, it was for work. I uh, think we mentioned this on a previous podcast, maybe a Star Trek The Next Futurama, but I liked it fine. And then I heard the Gamefully, we just watched on it, and I was like, I wish I could have sucked that much enjoyment out of it. Yeah. I probably enjoyed it 65% as much as you guys. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. Here, but I was like, ain't I'll nothing say. wrong with it. It's a Batman. It's the Batman, and I'm fine with it. 
Here's here's what I'll say is that I watched it a second time, mm-hmm. and I did get a little more bored uh, this time around. Like it's three hours. <laughs> Well, so it's like, truly kind it, of is a detective movie, and I know that's what they wanted, and that's great because they pulled it off for like a seven esque. I st- for my money, I still think Dark Knight is the most entertaining. It be just because yeah. it's a big budget I, action movie instead, right? It's Heat I, instead yeah. of Seven, and I think that's more fun. I agree with that. I think you know what it is is that the Batman. So watching it a second time, I still sat and watched it. You know, like I didn't mm-hmm. like go on my phone or anything. Um, right. And that's what I'm realizing is the Batman is actually a really good background movie. Uh, and so, like, I'm going to enjoy it more when I'm, like, cleaning the house and I have it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, like, I love the vibes. But, like, yeah, I really enjoyed it the first time around. It's just very long. I that's did all. think the idea, the way in which it involves social media was a brilliant touch. I really enjoyed that. Or, like, yeah. the internet generally. I don't, not wanting to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's fun. Fun yeah. stuff. I will absolutely see yeah, whatever the sequel is for sure. Yeah, of course. Me too. Speaking of sequels, uh, Justin Lin is not returning <laughs> for Fast X. He sure isn't. Is it Vin Diesel's fault, it, you uh, think? It has to be. Yes, of course. <laughs> also, if I was Justin Lin... I don't know. Like those movies have gotten so fucking boring. Yeah, the, like, the last one be... was pretty bad. And paint by numbers yeah, to the I... point that a team has to be able to just perpetuate it if you want, right? Like there's got to be right. other people on the crew who can carry this forward, no problem. Yeah, and that motherfucker, he he wants he like he's got to. I'm sure he's would be happy to do something else, make uh, Annapolis too, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or what else? I would be what happy for him to make a nap. Yeah, we we there's so many unanswered questions from the first Annapolis yeah. date. Yeah, but like, yeah, he's got other shit he can be doing, and and like he's made his money. I get it. I get it. He doesn't need this. Isn't yeah. This isn't Lord of the Rings. It's not like it. It does speak <laughs> it's to the series. It's infinitely more profitable than Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's true. But it speaks to the series that like this is the last one, and the director's like. Ah, guys, I'm good. Yeah. It's it's like leaving a party like a half hour earlier well, than everybody especially else. Especially since we just finished with a news cycle for the previous film where everybody's like Justin Lin's like a member of the family TM. And like That's really funny. Interviews with different actors from the film declaring, oh yeah, Justin, it's, uh, the franchise couldn't be in anyone else's hands for the send off. And it's like, <laughs> nope. No, and also it absolutely could be in someone else's hands. It could be, but like I just, you know, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, He's they're, producing it still. Yeah, there's there's no universe in which this is not a direct result of Vin Diesel. Oh yeah. <laughs> lo- and now we got. Lo- I, yeah. I love I love Vil- v- William, but uh, the man is notoriously difficult to work with. Oh yeah, I love me a Vin Diesel movie, uh, but. Yeah, he d- he seems like a real pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, I'm sure you know the Rock didn't want to come back, mm-hmm. and the Rock will be in just about anything. So yeah, it's the Rock doesn't have a super long list of people he absolutely won't work with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he seems very agreeable. 
Yeah, it's like a golden retriever growling at someone where you're like, man. And what did you do? He usually loves everybody, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, we're all on that list, but it was hard work to piss him off yeah. that much. We <laughs> dedicated like a, a summer to it, one beautiful summer. Mm-hmm. One beautiful, I'll never forget. us, yeah. Yeah. But the new one's got Jason Momoa and Brie Larson. Yeah, I mean, they, they find... Uh, they know what Momoa they're doing. Makes sense. Sure, yeah, they course. know what they, they both make sense. Honestly, well, they both make sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm processing them one at I'm a time. I'm hoping Brie Larson will just be a second bowl cut villain next yes. to Charlize Theron. Uh, they could be a bowl like, cut crew. Yeah, I just love that they're just like evil white ladies. <laughs> it's like with yes. with just Let's wild haircuts. Yeah, like Charlize <laughs> Theron's haircut in the last movie was terrible, and mm-hmm. in, in a in a fascinating in a, in a historic way i think well i think it's a flex it's like michael jordan yeah, with the hitler exactly. mustache yeah where she's like i'm charlie staring i jordan. can wear what a fucking bowl yeah. cut mm-hmm. yeah and it's just like you're right you're still you're still very attractive Theron. Yeah, I, I do love that like that level of like just like embracing the chaos or whatever where you can just sit you can you can be like I can completely see a scenario where Charlize Theron just sits down. And it's like, yeah, go, go fucking nuts. Like I- I'm going to make it work at least a little bit. It's fine. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Give me the barber. Yeah. Who's you know, fresh out of barber college and is considered a loose cannon and just let them, you know, go express their imagination upon my head. Yeah. yeah. All right. Upon the canvas. God. That is my head. She should have mutton chops for this one. Oh man. That would be perfect. Yeah. Just comes in looking like, yeah. <laughs> Like a fucking undercover police detective from a 70s movie. <laughs> she comes in looking like Serpico. That would be so good. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't know, man. I might not even watch this one. I haven't watched all of them. Like, I don't... Yeah. It's not a franchise that I've really been a fan of. Like, I'll catch, like, every other one or, like, every other other one. It's one of those that's, like... I'll watch it if me and you have to do a podcast on it, mm-hmm. but I feel like if there's anything else that week, I'll watch <laughs> that instead. That's how it, that's how it'll go. Where you're in luck, that's the week that uh, the time traveler's wife premieres, so you're all yeah. Sad. Yeah. But yeah, you know, not news. not to you know, I'm not like shitting on the series. I've enjoyed every single one I've watched except for the most recent one. I just think the most recent one was disappointingly mm-hmm. bad. Here's what I'll say. If they named this Fast Triple X and we got, you know, a merge between the Triple X movies. You got to get to 30. They can't do that until there's 29 Fast and Furious. That's true. I guess what I'm saying is (laughs) that I'm way more like Vin. If you're listening, I need Triple X four is what Mm -hmm. I want. Which apparently is in pre-production, I just learned well, at this like, moment. I mean, depending on how you handle the multiplication, that's like 120 X's. Right. It's a lot. That's a, l- it's a lot, a lot of X's. But that's, that's what I'm waiting for. And it's coming out soon uh, from the director of the other triple X's. So that's nice. good. It's, it's their lasting legacy in this life. <laughs> Different Vin Diesel properties. Yeah. <laughs> They're such good movies. They're the best movies. Um, all right. Do you want to name some more producers? Yeah. 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 Speaking of stuff that's the best. Sure. Yeah. Uh, big thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at Midnight? Mm, yeah, baby. Yeah. 
thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you. Thank you to thank you to Andrew, the proud Satanist town. Mm, hail Satan. Thank you to thank you to Vincent. Mm. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Lauren Gucci. Thank you. Thank you, Gucci. Thank you to Bootler Bootleson. Mm, thank you. Thank you to Tux. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thanks like so. Thank you to Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thank you to Space McNulty. Mm. Um, all right, let me jump in here. Thank you to your mom. Thank, Thank you. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Follamarine on Twitch and Patreon at Heartfist Brain McGuire. Woo. Thank you. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Thank you. Thank you to Burrito Mouth. Thank you to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thanks. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Funk Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's Confusingly Large Dick Chill. Thank you. Thank you to Funky J. Thank you. And thank you to Pie Guy. 3.1415, thanks. Ah, killer. (laughs) That's beautiful. Mm, Incredible thanks. Um, Dave. Dave. Dave, I want you to stop. Stop thinking about... The, your imminent return to Pandora. Okay, I know it's I know okay. it's a lot to ask. It's hard. It's, Pandora's <laughs> back. Slide baby. it over to the slide it over to the back burner for now. It's, this Christmas. Let it simmer. Let it simmer till Christmas, Dave. Because I need I need you to okay. focus right now. Um, okay. I need you to think. No. Squeeze your little eyeballs real tight and think. Okay. If you have a movie that deserves more hype. Ooh, I closed my eyes mm-hmm. and I got real tired. And if possible, uh, I, could it? Be the color that the Navi are in honor of Avatar. Oh shit! You're right. It could be. Oh great. Uh, what a yeah, I got I got a thing here. Um, the release is set for I believe June of this year. It's a movie called After Blue. Uh, I don't know much about this director. They did something called The Wild Boys. Um, I'm just going off this fucking trailer, which is um, it's. <laughs> So after blue is a planet, it is the future. Uh, it's a planet who's um, who is apparently uh, only women can survive on, and it's like a Mad Max with like just women, uh, and it and it's like it's real like I don't know cyberpunky and weird, uh, and like got some weird like sex stuff in it, and just looks like. It's got like almost a Mandy feel in the like, in the look of it, uh, if that makes sense. Uh, the the review I read compared it to the movie Fantastic Planet, mm. which I didn't even realize. Mike, you, I, I didn't put this on here like when I knew you were mm-hmm. joining us today because that's a movie we both we watched covered, and yeah, talked about. Recently. Yeah, and so it just it's my it's exactly my jam, which is like this really weird fucking. I don't even know what. <laughs> I mean, like you a had surreal... me Kate Bush. It involves unearthing a notorious criminal who grants wishes, and I don't fully understand it, nor could I possibly You're right, claim in to. the trailer. But, yeah, um, in the trailer, she's like buried up to her head, and she's like, yeah. let me go, and, and I'll grant like, you wishes. Let you go? We can't let go the notorious Kate, Kate Bush. Bush. <laughs> yeah. Kate Bush. And I'm like, I'm in. Hounds will yep. love me. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm feels running like up that hill to see this movie. It is it, to, to, yeah. to clarify, it is not the singer. It is no. just a character no. that happens to be named, named Kate, Kate Bush, Bush, and it's the only English phrase in this trailer. Mm. Yeah, and they say it a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's wild. They. It feels like it's 
it's like vaguely satirical, but I don't think it is. Uh, it's that weird, like Lynchian satirical where it's like, I feel like you were sort of making a message because they talk about how they have Gucci rifles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, all right. Like there's like this weird, like, like they're like fashion models. Like it's this, I don't but know. I it's like a very grindhouse Much more than like a clear satirical message. I think they're trying to capture just the pure opulence of like a dream state, right? More yes. than more than satirizing something in a coherent way. It yeah. feels like a dream for what it, sure. What it feels like to me is it feels like a uh, sci-fi, um, like a sci-fi slash cyberpunk m- fantasy movie done in the style of Ridley Scott's Legend. Like that's what it looks like. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and not nothing about it is like Kung Fury. No, if that makes sense. Yeah, to no, people. it's not. It's not like winkingly tongue-in-cheek or anything right no it's very and it's it feels the imagery feels original at the same time but it also feels like a lot of things um it's kind of it almost reminds me of like prisoners of ghostland a little bit yeah a little bit yeah we're like not so much in the visuals even the original mad max like the old ones yeah 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 where Where you feel like um you start the trailer and you think, wow, this is low budget. Uh, but then as the trailer continues, you're like, it may be somewhat low budget, but boy, they poured a lot of love and work into this, whoever made this. It's right. everything reeks of effort. <laughs> yeah, I would say the effects are almost like Hausu. Like, yeah. it's it's not that animated, but it's like a lot of like filter effects. Mm-hmm. And like, it's that, uh, I think, what is it called? People have talked about it. It's like, it's it's that it's like kind of um neon everything is a little neon colored and mm-hmm. yeah almost it's like, like that uh dire straits music video there'll be like little drawn on colorful flashes on the on the film yeah people really got to watch the trailer because i think from what we're describing people are getting some of the vibe but it's just just yeah, picture picture mad max done like legend that's the clearest way yeah. i can describe the way this film looks mm-hmm. But also, or the music like video a, for the Yaysayer song O N E. It's exactly like this. If that with, rings a bell for anyone, I suspect a lot of like erotic, uh, se- like lady, la- girl on girl sex scenes. Oh sure. And like weird, like there's like, it's like there's such a weird fucking tone. She ain't called there's, Bush um, for nothing, friend. There's there's a line. Sorry, I just paused the goddamn trailer and the line is kate bush come show your crybaby Cry tits, tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah so it, it's like uh, it's a bunch of things like i got like almost like a russ meyer vibe or like the love witch vibe i guess is what i'm getting at there <clears throat> um and so yeah it's that thing where it just re- it reminds me of a lot of things i've seen that i've liked mm. a lot uh so like yeah, fucking check out After Blue. In parentheses, parentheses, it says Dirty Paradise for the U.S. trailer. Yeah. Oh, and it says in theaters June 3rd, right there in the trailer. I was Sorry, I spent like five minutes trying to figure out when it was coming out, and I didn't notice that the trailer just says when it's coming out. So, that's on Dave. See, that's how you wrap up an arc at the end of the season with a cathartic boom. Yeah. And if you click on... <laughs> with, a, with a cathartic, Dave was wrong. Dave was wrong, yeah. but he knows now. If you, he learned his lesson. If, See? He grew. If you click on, so if you click on the link on the trailer for the official website, the first picture 
is of like two women and one of them just has a hole straight through her head. Uh, it just looks fucking wild. That is a bit. Of, that is kind of a Hausu vibe. You're right. Yeah, this movie. Yeah, this movie looks pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> it looks pretty fucking sweet, and I'm it just looks movie. like a lot of different things. Uh, and I'm into it. Yeah. 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 Everybody, no, check out the trailer. Completely on board. Yeah, I can't piece together the plot so much. I just like the general, the visuals, and the general idea. It's like of American doing... astronaut. It's just a ride, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. Think... Like just general idea yeah. of doing a, a sci-fi fantasy movie in this style appeals to me because mm-hmm. I don't think it, I've seen that before. Yeah. And I think if you, if you've heard all the things we're comparing it to, you, you know who you are. Yeah. Adam Green's like, a lad. You know, you know, the, the yeah. people who are going to be like, Oh, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's it. I'm very excited for this one. Good pick Dave. Yeah. Solid. Thank pick. You. Oh man. You're, well, um, you. you know what that means? Uh, that means it's a sewed. We've done it's it, you sewed. guys. We yeah. did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Look at the sewed you made. Oh, we're made so the sewed, done. Not lying it. Ah, uh, mm. yeah. We're rolling around in it now. <laughs> we mm. are. With our own sewed. Yeah. Go to bed with our sewed's. Soaking in our sewed. <laughs> yep. We sewed it where we eat. Uh, <laughs> Michael, yeah. Me, thank you so much yeah. for, for coming on, especially at kind of short notice. Uh, we super not appreciate it, man. Pleasure. Yeah, always hype um, for hypecast. You mentioned uh, like a podcast. You what is that all about? What's the what's the stuff you were talking about? Oh, the like uh, video games. And I stuff? referenced uh, yeah, a couple couple of pods there. Thank you for the segue. Um, I do a video games podcast with Mr. Adam Ganser called One Upsmanship. Uh, Dave here and I do a Star Trek and Futurama podcast, and. I do other things as well. And you can find all my podcast work, including if you go back in time, uh, a, f- a fairly big handful of sketches and video projects before the pandemic came and I moved away and that all went away uh, over at patreon.com slash small beans. So yeah, sketches, uh, short story collections. We do whatever we want. Hell yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. This is America. Uh, I highly encourage people to check out Bean Town if you haven't. If you don't know Small Beans, God, I fucking love that's Bean our Town. audio sketch podcast that we're never doing again because it flops all the time. And it's a ton of effort, but we did two, <laughs> and they're really funny. They're so funny. I love them so much. Yeah, uh, Adam Todd Brown as Dan Aykroyd talking about his Ouija pants, <laughs> <laughs> and he's Ouija pants. Anyway, that's that's what we got going on. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's um you mentioned Star Trek the Next Futurama. There's also, also Spiel Boys. Boys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Which are both joint podcasts with the gamefully unemployed oh, yeah, and the, the small beans. Yeah. We're all uh, and uh yeah, if people don't know, there's we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. For five dollars a month you get access to those two podcasts. Also, Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Uh, if you want to kick a little more uh, in for $10 a month, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. That is the night this is coming out. A little bit of business is that um, next week there will not be a Hypecast because we are out of town. Yeah. Uh, there will there'll be a few, like basically from like the second to like a week after that yeah. or so, there might be a few, like there might probably, uh, I know there's a doctor strange coming out we'll probably cover it the week after it comes out for that reason yeah 
Ba- um, there might be, I might do a Friday night, like movie night on the 6th, because I get back on the 6th. But we'll see how I feel. Yeah. We're, we're, Tom, we're, you will be We're basically gone, though, taking a vacation because I don't think we've ever taken one. Yeah. Um, and we just got shit to do. Uh, you know, we both spent It's been scheduled. four years. Small Beans has never taken a week off of programming. Yeah. yeah uh, we're not even taking it that. completely off. We, we're still going to yeah. have shows coming out. So don't you guys worry. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll still have the pre-recorded stuff, like the Fox Mulder and stuff. No, it was a weird coincidence where I just, I'm taking next week off. And then Tom was like, oh, yeah, I'm actually doing that, too. Uh, like, we well, like good. We just That's happen to have vacations <laughs> aligning. So for the company that we both yeah. work at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people will uh, mostly they'll just notice that there'll be like a missing hype cast and a missing we just watched. Yeah. And uh, that will pro- and probably be it, I think. Probably be it. Like I said, the Friday night, I might want to watch movies. Like I'm going to be driving during the day and I might get home and be like, fuck it. Let's do a movie day. Uh, so we'll see how I feel, uh, but you know, point is, heads up. I will. Be there's nothing you can do about yeah. it with suspense until then. Future movie night mm-hmm. is completely at the whim of Dave. It's, it's a Dave's <laughs> whim. We don't know. Oh, Nobody knows. Yeah. Great. <laughs> mystery. Uh, see, Neil you ended Brain. with catharsis, but you left room for mystery. It's a that's perfect true. Yeah, episode. we left. We left them yeah. right in the eye of a storm. Yeah. Mm. We also have a store, T- uh, not T-Public. Uh, head over to GameFlanEmployed.com where you can find a link to our Teespring store. We have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Yeah! Woo! Avatar! Avatar! Yeah! Woo! They're going to talk to whales! Mm. All right. Whales. <laughs> 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 All the whales just telling James Cameron all the details he got wrong about Titanic. (laughs) It doesn't look like that down here, James. There was room on the door for multiple people. I could have carried them to safety on my back. (laughs) All right, that's enough. Say goodbye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.